Hey everybody, welcome to Baffling Cyclops. I'm David. And I'm Pepper Proxy. And it's been a while, but we do have some good excuses. Like it was 108 degrees outside. <laughs> and it was 96 degrees in the living room, so I'm guessing it was probably over 100 in the room where we'd record the podcast. Yeah, I would I would say that would would be an easy guess. So, we didn't want to roast. We were roasting enough. Yes. <laughs> and then we had guests, too, so we've been able to do some activities. And Seattle kind of opened back up a little bit. Seattle opened back up, and we actually had some guests to explore it with, which was lovely. My sister Abby and her husband came to visit. Yeah, that was awesome. It was fun. Yeah, and uh, we... We did kind of touristy things. We did. So, well, what would you say the most touristy thing was that we did? Um, we went to the Pike Place Market. Yeah. Which is very touristy. Yeah. And um, especially because it was like the week. Uh, well, I guess the week off 4th of July because July 4th was Sunday. So, yeah, it was that week. Yeah. And it was the first time that masks were not really required, like the first week. The end of June was yeah. when they stopped requiring masks. So a lot of Pike Place Market had just opened back up, too. Yeah. And there were still a lot of empty places there. Yeah, there were some um, empty stalls, especially for um, that time of year. And yeah. July is peak tourist season, usually. Um, yeah. And usually, um, there's like a road that goes through the market, which we always make fun of people for driving down, because it's just crazy to think that you're... I mean, the only reason to do it is to say you did it, because... Well, and it's brick. It's like in the middle of the market, and it's a brick road down a hill. And full of pedestrians. And they really only yeah. keep the road open so it can deliver stuff to the various restaurants yeah. and stalls there, not so that people can just cruise through. The market. So it's really funny when people get stuck around traffic and then start honking. It's weird. It's yeah. very fun. Too, and usually that that street this time of year is closed and they have like cherry vendors and local like artisans. Um, but not this year. Nope. This year it's um, all empty. Well, there are empty stores there. So Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it was good to go down there, even though downtown was not the most pleasant place to be. It was no. pretty dirty. Yeah, really dirty. And a lot of screaming people. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, I think it's probably going to take probably another year to bounce back. Yeah, and I didn't see any police downtown just uh, building security guards. Yeah, you're right. I didn't notice any either. Yeah, because I was looking for police cars or anything and they they just don't exist. Yeah, I also thought it was interesting and fun that we ate out so much because we had gone almost two years without eating out and we got to go to the whale winds over in um yeah, Fremont, which, which was fun and we went to the doe zone yeah the whale winds was good um we had uh pickled vegetables mm -hmm. and uh jeremy had what looked like to be an excellent ham sandwich yeah i would get that again for sure and i got the breakfast sandwich as did i and uh it was good yeah it's it a cute good. little place though over there yeah award-winning and smoked potatoes which i'm going to try and replicate at some point yeah i think we can do that with the little uh, tinfoil and some of those little baby baby ones from costco I learned an interesting fact what? while we were going out, which is none of the pot shops in Seattle sell merchandise because... Oh my gosh, we need to investigate this thoroughly. 
because they need a separate business license if they want to sell anything that's unrelated to the marijuana business. So they can sell pipes and pot and anything you use to smoke it under the original license. Mm-hmm. But if they want to sell just a t-shirt with their logo on it, they need to start an entirely different business. Yeah. Which most of them do um, online only. Yeah, because they probably just go through like Red... Is it Red Bubble or one of those? Yeah. Print. But I have to say, though... Uh, you know, I have a business license. I don't know if their business license for just T-shirts would be different, but it's not hard to get. But I think they they don't want to mix the till. So if they they would have to have oh. a separate way to ring people up if they wanted to sell merch, just for the merch. So you can't just buy you know a joint and a T-shirt. Yeah, it would be one for the joint, two the, transactions, and then the T-shirt would have an entirely different sales tax yeah. and everything else. I do think they're missing out though because. I think we could have sold Jer at least like $150 worth of t-shirt. He wanted one, I think, from every single place we went to. Yeah, because we were driving around and we'd see a cute logo at a pot shop. And he's like, oh, let's stop and yeah. see that one. And it took a while for someone to finally explain to us, um, thank you, Oz and Fremont, uh, why they don't have yeah. it. Well, he has a very, very valuable Uncle Ike's tea from when from when Abby was here a couple years ago. Right. Well, they had a separate, a whole separate shop for that stuff. Yeah, then. and what's it? Which is a liquor store now. Which is a liquor store, which is really interesting. You could get wasted. You could get wasted two ways. Two, two ways at ice. <laughs> so yeah, and that was fun. We got to go to the um, Chuck's. Uh, uh, Hop shop. Hop shop down at the end of the street and mm-hmm. have a beer. Or, and, in my case, a rosé frise. Frosé. Frosé, sorry. Yeah, you had a frosé. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was fun, though. We had a good time. And, uh, yeah, we had a... I liked going to St. Edward's Park. That's right. We had a fun time at St. Edward's Park walking um, up and down those sketchy hills. Yeah, weren't you surprised, too, that they chain they converted that um was it a monastery something or, like that yeah to into a, like a hotel bed and breakfast it looks lovely yeah it looks fancy yeah it is fancy it's a part of a um a group like i can't remember i think it's the wooden some a place up in woodenville mm-hmm. a place down in portland but they're pretty they're fancier um like hotels so it might be worth like Doing a little staycation, going for a hike. <laughs> we could go for a late night hike, then have a brunch. cocktail and a brunch. Yeah, it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, so that was fun. And uh, what else happened? Oh, we got a new TV. Got a, yeah. <laughs> our old it's, TV It broke. has true black. It has true black, which we're very excited about. Well, I, I think I'm I'm not as excited about the TV as actually getting rid of DirecTV. Yeah, DirecTV... Um, which surprisingly the phone call was much shorter than I thought it would be because the guy who I talked to said, do you mind if I ask you why you're dropping direct TV? And I said, yes, I do mind. And he said, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was, um, it's liberating, isn't it? It is liberating. Um, now I just have to wait for them to get their equipment back and clear our account. And then it will we'll, be okay. Then we'll be purged. Although we do still have the satellite dish, which they don't want back. I, I, I can't understand why. 
And uh, we had our little memorial for art. I think we talked about that already, didn't we? I think so, but I can't, I don't know. Yeah, which was nice. Well, would you, um, do you want to tell, talk a little bit about the A-Hole Robin? I know. I the the weird thing about the a hole robin is I always tease that there's an animal um, around our house that does or does not like me. Yeah. Because I'll be like, "There's the squirrel that hates me." Yeah. But really, it's just it's not true. It's not You're true. You're just being paranoid. Uh, Maybe well, you've been it, to Uncle Ike's too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even paranoia. It really is just being funny. Because usually the squirrel is just obsessed with me because I give it peanuts. Mm-hmm. And so every time I walk by, it pops its head. It out. wants to be friends. Yeah. So if I say to the neighbors across the street that squirrel hates me, and then it's like charging me and peeking out, yeah. they laugh because they think it's funny. But we actually have a robin in front of our house that dislikes me. <laughs> well, I, okay, so I I hear what you're saying. I understand why you're saying it, but I think that robin is a little has a little screw loose in its little pea-sized brain. <laughs> so it might not just be you. Okay. Well, he doesn't like the crows either. He also has a very odd-shaped body. Not body shaming the robin at all. <laughs> it's just way different shape than any other robin I've ever seen. And he's very disheveled. <laughs> he, he's like the Archie Bunker Homer, Homer <laughs> Simpson of robins. Yeah, he's like a weird, a weird thing. But he he has been um, staring in the window. Yeah. If I'm talking, he'll come up to the window and like yeah. stare inside and. Um, if I go outside, he'll swoop by my head. Yeah. I just flip you the beak. He does flip <laughs> me the beak. I I was out clipping those prickers this morning and clipping the pricker bushes, and man, that robin was all over me yeah. the whole time I was out there. Yeah, I think the robins may be jealous of the crows. Maybe because we treat the crows so well with respect. With respect, respect, yeah. <laughs> respect to the crow nation, and uh, so that was good. And what else is going on? What's going on with you? Well, I'm sitting here and I'm, I think I'm now obsessed with Mother on a Nest. You're, yeah, you, we went to um, Goodwill uh, to look for a frame because you found uh, some sketches that Brandon Bird did for us for the painting that we have. Yeah, lovely. They're gorgeous. And I haven't framed them yet. And I thought, well, shoot. Let's look for a frame at the Goodwill because sometimes you can find really nice frames. And so you found a frame. I found a beautiful, I think it's maybe um, like ash or like, it's like a really light colored wood, but not pine. It's finer than that. Um, I'm not great with my woods, but, and a beautiful mat. It was done at um, a studio here in Seattle, and it had an original watercolor. Um, The artist's name is Peggy, I can't remember, I looked her up, maybe Peggy Miller or something. But it's a watercolor of like a mama penguin with a baby penguin at its feet, and I loved it because it's it's not my style. No, I didn't like it. At all. But the reason why I love it is because I don't think it's a mother penguin. I actually think it's a papa penguin. So when they had it framed... Did he have penguin balls? I think I saw some fray balls, (laughs) yes. So when they had it framed, like it's triple matted. One, two, 
three triple matted um but they 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 framed it and then they wrote in calligraphy in purple mother on nest so i'm like oh i'll just use the two mats um and then put our drawing in there what i miscalculated i didn't measure well but i was became obsessed with the frame because it's a really nice frame so i thought well what am i going to put in there and so i put a drawing that I did of a crow, but I kept the color, the mat that says mother on a mother on nest. So it's really, really weird. It is weird. And I love it. <laughs> and I'm staring at it right now. That's yeah. why I brought it up. Yes. <laughs> I Maybe we can put it, we'll put it in the newsletter. Okay. <laughs> I was unsure of why they thought they needed to label it mother on nest too. Bad. That was a bad choice. Yeah, because to me it would be like if you had a reproduction of the Mona Lisa and above it wrote Mona Lisa <laughs> or lady with weird smile. Well, okay. So the other thing that's weird about it is I got we got it for nine ten dollars at the Goodwill, but it had a three hundred dollar price tag on it. It's custom framed. The frame I would say with the matting probably cost at least like. 200 250 to have done because uh, framing is not cheap framing is not cheap but it, it is very very odd choice to write that on there <laughs> now we have to we have to post it but don't make fun of the drawing because that's actually my drawing it's not the penguin we took the penguin out what did you do with the penguin i flipped it over and then put um mounted my drawing onto that it's not even Bristol board. It's like heavy-duty paper. Yeah. So someday someone's going to get your drawing and take it out and be like, I've discovered the lost <laughs> It'll be a TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look at this lost art of Peggy, Peggy something. Lipton? Oh, I loved her. She was beautiful. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's good. And I, I've been listening to the uh, novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood that uh, Quentin Tarantino did. What do you think? I'm enjoying it. It's yeah. it's very, um, very uh, much more detail about everything that's in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and like everyone's basically whole IMDB listing for all the projects that they've worked on. Um, the biggest difference for me, though, is um, the character of Cliff, the one that Brad Pitt played. Yeah. He, in the book, is... Uh, murderer. Oh, like a hitman or just a out just, dirt down a dirty murderer? Just a well, he, he feels justified in it, but he did kill his wife. Yikes! Which they showed. Wait, is, are these spoilers? Do we need to say spoiler? Spoiler oh, alert! Spoiler. But in the in the movie, they showed him <laughs> a little late. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not really that big a spoiler. But in the movie, they showed him and they kind of implied he killed his wife, but they didn't say he did. Oh. And because she she was uh, uh, nagging him on a boat for a really long period, extended period of time, and then they showed him firing some kind of like undersea weapon. Oh, like our our her harpoon kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I I want to watch that movie again. I remember loving it, but I do movie. not remember any of this that you're talking about. Yeah, it's right right before the part 
uh, where he fights Bruce Lee. Wait, this is another spoiler. Maybe we should head with a spoiler at the top of the podcast. <laughs> okay. <if> you, <laughs> for a movie that's yeah, been out if, for two years. Yeah, I was like, um, <laughs> but it's uh, because the couple that's running stunts on the Green Hornet yeah. uh, doesn't like Cliff. Be, they don't like Cliff because he's a murderer. Because they he killed he killed his wife. Oh, and so they make a big deal out of that for good reason. But yeah. but it's pretty. Um, his character is pretty dark. The mm-hmm. the Brad Pitt character. Okay. And they lightened him up a little bit for the the movie. Yeah. And uh, one of the other interesting parts about it is they Leonardo DiCaprio's character kills. Uh, like 150 Nazis in one of the movies that he's famous for. And it ends with the flame, him shooting flamethrower at a bunch of Nazis in a room, which they also showed. Yeah. And then... Uh, I don't remember. But it turns out that um, Cliff killed like 150 Japanese in a different theater of war. So they use it to show like one of them is the fake version of it and one of them is the real version of it. What's theater of war? The, and, like the, J- Japan was a different front line than than Europe, so yeah. he would, so like the one movie took place in Europe. Oh, the, oh, theater! I thought theater of war was a term for like some type of true fighting in a war. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just, mean a movie theater? No, no, no. I mean like a different location. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I was just, I'm just confused. Fine. So, but it was, uh, so the, one of them is the fake version of the heartless killer who's really like uh, kind of a fake Hollywood guy. Yeah. And the other one's a uh, real killer yeah. pretending to be a fake Hollywood guy. So they're yeah. the exact opposites of one another, which who, I thought was really interesting. Who reads it? Um, it is, I believe, Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, it's a woman. Yeah. That's surprising me. Yeah, it is. She's good. She's a really good narrator and she's a good actor too. Yeah, she, she's, um, it's really, in, I, I'm, in, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I think, yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee. She's that. awesome. Yeah. And she's doing a good job with all the voices mm-hmm. and all of that. But it was, it's, um, it's very interesting to, uh, go back through the movie and get a little bit more detail. Well, maybe I'll listen to that, too. I don't know if you would like it. <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert, there's there's dog fighting. Oh, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> not for me. But, spoiler alert, one of the... <laughs> one of, well, you've said it once, so that's enough. You don't have to keep saying it. But one of the murders is uh, a dog fighter. Oh, okay. Go, Brad but, Pitt. Go, Cliff. Go. Yeah. But yeah. Cliff is also fighting dogs. Is this name Michael Vick? Uh, no, no, okay. it's, uh, not cute. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I, I've been really enjoying that too. It was also fun to take, uh, Ab and Jared, uh, Archie McPhee. Yeah, it was. Uh, Were you surprised by, the, by any of the things that they really gravitated towards? No, I, I it was just fun to yeah. show them around and, uh, hang out for a little while. It was good. Yeah, it's nice to have guests for sure. And they loved, um, they loved Wajamaya. I know. I think I, I think I'll eventually um, get Ab into the realm of making Dan Dan noodles. You're pushing for that. Well, th- we sent him home with some um, black vinegar. Black vinegar and uh, la- is it long mao? Long mao um, chili crisp. Yeah. I think we've started a revolution there in Powell, Ohio. I know. We're trying to we're trying to get um, the Midwest 
into the Asian food. Well, I'm certain they are. Yeah. I, I, I just was surprised that... Um, Oh, and Cupy mayonnaise too. Abby loves the Cupy mayonnaise, and the boys do. And she said that she can't find it anywhere in Columbus, yeah. which I'm sure there's probably a place. But um, she said she's had to buy it on Amazon, and it's like thirteen, fourteen dollars for a bottle. So she was so happy. She packed that in her suitcase, but she had room in her suitcase. You want to know why? I know why. Because she brought me a giant cactus. I call him um, baby boy, but he's really big. And he's a cutting from her giant cactus. Mm. And I'm a total brown thumb. She also brought me some elephant um, plant bulbs. I don't want to jinx it. I don't think they're going to sprout, but fingers crossed. But this cactus, it, I almost cried. Because it's, it it's a giant hunk of cactus. It's so. gorgeous, and I know how to grow cactus. Yeah. I'm just amazed because it's like the the size of the the part of my arm above the elbow. <laughs> like, it's like this Your giant... Your forearm? My forearm, yeah. <laughs> so I love that. I think that wraps it up for this week, then. Okay. Well, maybe we'll, we'll talk to you guys sooner than later. All right. Bye. Bye. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And to read our show notes, sign up for our newsletter at bafflingcyclops.com.